like, you know, the privilege of money or the privilege of having a voice um, comes certain responsibilities. Uh, and so, but that's different from actual, you know, the, the description of beauty. So I do think that there is a responsibility with pretty privilege. And unfortunately, we are given the pretty privilege when we are considered the most beautiful, which is in our teens and early 20s, when we are the least equipped to <laughs> handle it. Right, right. You're most vulnerable. Uh, yeah. And also, you know, you don't really know yourself and you're you're just going out and exploring the world. And, and, and when you're given something, you sort of take it for granted because you don't really know life yet. Um, right. You know, and you so certainly I'm, don't think when yeah. you're young, you don't think of, oh, well, what's it going to be like 20, 30, 40 years down the road? You know, that's that's not something you, you're living for the day right there. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you don't think about consequences. And I think that goes for most young people. So, you know, and it, and it just kind of bugs me that 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 that, that societal values are so highly uh, uh, inclined towards youth. When mm -hmm. in fact maturity has its own beauty, and to me, it's a more beautiful beauty. It's a deeper beauty. It's a more meaningful beauty, and so that's what I'm trying to celebrate. <laughs> well, very good. We're talking with Paulina Poroskova, the author of No Filter, and you know uh, one of the uh, other points you make in the book is fame about mm -hmm. being famous, because obviously mm -hmm. you just said, you know, what Sports Illustrated did for you, and all of a sudden you were on talk shows. But being famous means nobody knows you. I think you you mentioned that in the book. That's an interesting statement. Yeah, I actually am kind of fond of that essay because I felt like I was really, this was a one essay where I was really trying to explain it to my readers, like what, you know, because from seen from the outside, fame seems like such a wonderful thing, right? It seems like if you have fame, you have an amplified voice. And usually people think of, you know, fame comes with money and it comes with a easier kind of living. And what people don't realize is I'm unbelievably um, isolating fame. Mm -hmm. um, and if you are a person who likes their, uh, you know, who, who likes being isolated, then, then that's the perfect thing for you. But if you, like me, love to connect to people, well, then it's a bit of a curse, actually. Because, um, and this is the way I put it in the essay, fame creates this kind of a soap bubble around you, right? So you're isolated in this soap bubble. You can see out, but you can't sort of join the outside. And when people look at you, what they see is not you. They see first see the reflection of themselves in the soap bubble. Mm. And the reflection being their own assumptions, their wants, their desires. All of that is projected on you before they ever see you. So you think, oh, when you're famous, um, you know, that's when you're truly known. But it's, in fact, exact opposite. You can never be known as long as you're in this damn soap bubble. <laughs> that's a great way of looking at it. And, and I think and I think, you know, the the, the one thing about celebrity and, and as I mentioned earlier, we seem to be hung up. Um, maybe we always have been. But it seems like now with uh, all the media that, that we have in this world, this, the, the art of celebrity or the act of celebrity is, is just, you know, in your face every time you turn around, the commercials and this and that. And yes, you, you have to wonder, what, what price are you paying for all that? Um, some of these folks that, that we like to look at as, as sort of symbols. But uh, then again, we'll, we'll, we'll hear from them 
uh, maybe on their own. And, and I think mm-hmm. you, you've done pretty well to, uh, stating it. Um, I have one question for you, and this is totally, uh, <laughs> this is a minor, minor point. Were you talking about being, being, uh, from the Czech Republic? Um, mm-hmm. you can get, and I thought this is fascinating. You can get a spoonful of beer foam at one point. This is something they sell there. Is that right? Well, you can actually get a little glass of just beer foam. Yes. <laughs> it, I think it's called like a little beer. Um, and yeah, that and is it's a little foam. beer. It's, and and it, yeah, and you can just eat the foam with a spoon. Yeah. Wow. I, that, that's sort of, you know, I'm wondering how come, and I don't want to use, I know it's a Czech thing, but it's, you know, Budweiser or somebody hasn't picked up on that because, uh, you know, that's just one more way to, you know, get folks interested. But <laughs> to uh, market beer. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. the foam is better in the in Czech in, in the Czech Republic. Who uh, well, I always heard the beer is, is amazing there. Oh, so, oh, we have some of the best beer in the world. That's... And I am not a big beer drinker, but when I go to the Czech Republic, I'll have a beer because the beer Very is good. freaking well, great. <laughs> well, cheers to you, Pauline. We gotta roll out of here.